KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Coronavirus Pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Charlotte Reese. A lot of Americans deal with mental illness, and this pandemic has added skyrocketing unemployment rates and a change to everyday life. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, one in five adults experience mental illness each year. I reached out to Amy Federer with NAMI Philadelphia to see what's available for people stuck at home who are having bad thoughts racing through their heads. So, Amy, the biggest change for Americans right now is the stay-at-home order. That's forcing social distancing and isolation. What do these measures mean for someone who has depression or anxiety? Well, especially with um, depression and anxiety, I feel like that's pretty common in a lot of people, even with people who have never been formally diagnosed and what they're going to do about it, how they can keep busy, how they can still stay connected. Because a lot of times when you have anxiety and depression or any form of mental illness, um, it's easy to isolate. And that's where you can get into deeper depression, um, you know, higher anxiety, higher stress. And it just leads to all kinds of other problems as well. So I think that the the biggest thing is just staying connected and staying some sort of mobile and some sort of way being physically active. And I think that's the biggest challenge right now for everybody. Right. And a lot of um, articles that I'm reading are talking about things, you know, that are out of our control, as in like the pandemic. But then there's things that we can control as well. What do you suggest for people who, you know, are stuck at home right now or having these feelings? Uh, What can they do that they can control themselves? Um, Yeah, I think control is a really big thing. Um, And being able to control what goes in through your eyes and through your mind and what you're thinking is sometimes easy and sometimes not. But especially when you're in a deep depression, the last thing you want to do is get up and go for a walk. Um, But really getting outside, even if it's just sitting on your step or going out into your backyard, if you have a backyard or just looking out the window, even just standing up and looking out the window, just to be able to get up and move, make something simple to eat um, that whether it's healthy or not, at least you're getting up and you're moving and you're eating. Um, Those types of things will definitely make you feel better and then staying connected with other people. So calling them, even if you don't want to call somebody, um, Zoom has become all the rage and everybody has been connecting through Zoom and there's video messaging. But I know like for people with agoraphobia, this is a perfect ideal situation for somebody like that. Um, So it really, it's always helpful to talk about your issues and what's going on in your head and to be able to get that out and to get some sort of Sometimes even just saying how you're feeling out loud makes you realize that it really um, might not be as bad. So many people, too, are having these feelings for the first time, either feeling anxious, um, stressed, or having these feelings intensified. Uh, What's your advice for people who have never spoken to a therapist before? 
my advice for somebody that would be for somebody that has never spoken to a therapist before is to not necessarily judge before you actually go and talk to somebody. I think that for somebody when they first are talking to somebody or they even think that maybe they should talk to a therapist, it's a very scary thing. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what they're going to ask you. Um, But I really think that going and talking to somebody and being open about what you're going through would really help. And to just know to what, what to expect, if you do know somebody who has been in that situation before where they have went to therapy, to be able to kind of ask them first, hey, what was it like in your first appointment? You know, what did you do? What did you talk about? Whether, um, you know, that's going to be the same exact situation for you might not necessarily be it. But to talk to somebody who's been there, um, to be able to understand better so that you go in knowing somewhat of what to expect kind of maybe will ease your mind a little bit and make you feel a little bit more comfortable about doing so. You know, a lot of people are stuck at home, maybe with loved ones who have a mental illness. What can you tell family members and friends uh, who can support their loved ones right now who have a mental illness? If somebody has a loved one with mental illness and are trying to support them, I would definitely say to make sure they take care of themselves as well as their loved one. Um, NAMI specifically for NAMI Philadelphia, we have um, a warm line that anybody can call, whether it's an individual impacted by mental illness, a medical professional, a family member, anybody can call for any reason and um, can be able to kind of talk things out if they're in a specific spot where they don't know what to do or they don't know where to go. They can call us and we can get them the information that they need or just have another family member talk to them so that they can have somebody to talk to that maybe understands who has been in a similar situation. We also have clinicians on our end that would be able to talk to them as well. So there's there's a lot of resources out there that are available at your fingertips as long as um, you know where to look. And if you don't know where to look, we're always available to send you in the right direction if we can't necessarily help with it directly. And a lot of students are home right now. You know, they're going through their own type of withdrawal from school. You know, proms are canceled, sports seasons, even graduations. Mm -hmm. Uh, How can parents communicate with their kids during this time? So I think that's another thing that um, is just, it's a shame. And I feel so, my heart goes out to all of those students and the family members who are struggling with that. I know it's a really difficult time. And I would definitely suggest there are, um, there are little webinars online right now that are dealing for people dealing with children and adolescents and people in this specific situation, like being able to kind of walk you through what what kind of responses, how to um, talk to your child or your teen about the specific situation that everybody is going through right now. Um, BH10, it's called. They have a website. Their, their website's just bh10.com. And they have a lot of resources available where you can just sit on a webinar. You can interact with other people, ask questions to the person who is facilitating the training. And there are professionals in their own right. Um, and they would be able to guide you in the right direction and, and 
um, be able to kind of maybe set your mind at ease and, and answer questions live while you're on those specific calls. That's great. And, you know, that's that's a huge thing right now because millions of Americans are losing their jobs. They're being furloughed and, mm-hmm. you know, they can't spend money on mental health services. Uh, what's some other suggestions that you have for people who can't afford that right now? So if people can't afford that right now, there's um, there's a lot of online support that is being offered. Um, it's being offered through NAMI Philadelphia, different other NAMIs in the area like NAMI Bucks County um, and NAMI Montgomery County. They have online support groups, but anybody can join that's from anywhere. So from here to California and anywhere in between, anybody can join the support groups. Um, They're not closed groups. They're not for anybody that is in a crisis situation. It's just somebody that's in need of support from anybody for any reason. There's family support groups. We have um, individual support groups for those impacted by mental illness themselves. And then there's also, um, we have a youth support group, uh, LGBT support group. So all of those um, are available and they're actually starting tomorrow. And there's been some other NAMI who have already been in the process of doing that. And then also our warm line. Uh, Our warm line is for resources, but it's also for support. Every day, um, I don't know if I just had mentioned this, but every day there is a peer that is on call or on duty. Right now, all of the calls go directly to our affiliate manager, and then they are sent to either a peer or a clinician who will be able to answer and talk more at length with somebody. So depending on their issue and what they're calling about, um, they can call and they can get the information they need, or they can just sit and talk to somebody because they need to talk to somebody and there's not a support group offered at that time or they're not comfortable being in a support group. Um, and then there's also uh, a, there's also the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which um, if you're actually in a crisis and you're thinking about suicide or um, there's there's situations surrounding something of the, of the like nature, you can call um, the Suicide Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK. And if you're not comfortable talking, you can also text, uh, you can text NAMI, N-A-M-I, to 741-741, and a live person will answer you and respond, and they will talk, you, talk to you as long as you need to talk to somebody. You touched on this already a little bit, but you know, some people right now are very focused on helping others and their loved ones. You know, they say, I'm fine. Uh, but this is a really unprecedented time right now. What's kind of your message for just everybody right now dealing with this pandemic? Um, my specific message is to to keep moving, uh, no matter how big or little it is, to just keep moving, that this is only temporary. It's not something that's going to be permanent. It will eventually end. When it will end, who knows? But the fact that it will end is some reassurance, at least in my mind, that it is only temporary. And sometimes when I get really uh, anxious and stressed out and depressed, I have to remind myself that quite often, actually. Um, and then to also make sure that you take care of yourself and have little self-care moments where you 
put on a face mask or take a long shower or just listen to some music. Anything you can do to keep your mind off of things, stay off social media as much as possible, but really just take care of yourself and remember that this is only temporary. You have already given a lot of resources that NAMI is offering, but just give some more things again and maybe any other changes. I know you mentioned in the email that you guys had a meeting about a walk that was coming up. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a walk that is coming up. It's coming up in September of 2020. And who knows uh, if that'll uh, actually happen or not. Um, as far as if it'll be in person or if it's going to be virtually, a lot of NAMI walks are moving to virtual instead of in person. So um, that is something that we're currently working on is just trying to navigate through this whole uncertainty and figuring out. Um, but that is something that is hopefully going to be happening very soon um, as far as like a little rally online where everybody gets together and we talk about NAMI and what we do. Um, and then there's also, um, we have our support groups, and our support groups actually are going live as of tomorrow. There's the LGBTQ plus support groups. There's family member support groups. There are individual support groups for any and all person impacted by mental illness in any way, shape, or form. They And there's also a youth support group as well. And they are open to any and all that are welcome. There's no formal diagnosis. You don't have to specifically be from Philadelphia. Um, there's also Unity Recovery. They do support groups as well digitally through Zoom. And they are just peers that are talking to other peers, exactly like how our support groups are. Our support groups are peers talking to other peers. It's not anybody writing anything down or a clinician or anything like that. It's just individuals who have been there and who have experienced the same types of things. And they have um, a lot of different resources for there as well. They're unityrecovery.org. And then um, we also are having coming up next week, we're going to have a music event where there's going to be a music performance live on our Instagram. And then we're also going to be doing a yoga session on our Instagram live. So if anybody needs any information, they can always go to our website. It's always updated on a consistent basis at namifilly.org. And then we also always have all of our information that goes out on our website and updated. And there's little funny things to make people laugh because sometimes we really just need a laugh. So um, on our Instagram and Facebook is NAMI Philadelphia. That's great. Thank you so much, Amy, for your time today. I hope you stay well. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you do, too. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area or how it's affecting you, subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Charlotte Reese, and we'll have another episode out soon.